Welcome, horror fam, to HHN 365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Duff. Hey, guys. And our producer, Nico. Hey, how's it happening? On today's show, we have a very special guest and a lot of fun things planned for you. But first, let's get to news and rumors stuff. Yeah, um, basically nothing exciting. Um, A few things did happen to the Halloween Horror Nights website, though. Um, So now when you go onto the site, there's a pop up that basically says we'll be following CDC protocols uh, to keep you safe. Uh, Stay tuned for more updates on that. So just a little blurb added. And we've also talked about how previously on other outlets, they've changed uh, no masks in their rules to no costume masks. That is now also on the official website. Uh, So just a couple changes there, kind of updating the website potentially for when they start bringing people to the website for the announcements. Speaking of the announcements, they're now, as of today, uh, asking for permission to use more tweets begging for announcements. Um, So that process is still going. Uh, So don't expect announcement like today or tomorrow it's probably next week at this point soon though i i get the it's coming very soon there was a rumor it was coming this week but that did not happen um another thing is we've talked about this before but it's kind of starting to heat up a little bit the the rumors of no express and no alcohol because one of the changes to the website was that they took the express like blurb out uh so there's no express passes mentioned on the halloween horror nights website so it seems like uh it's probably done we kind of thought it was we'd heard it was uh, and yeah. now it looks like yeah it's probably canned for this oh, that's year. a big cut on their revenue uh, and then to know alcohol it's just kind of being talked about more um brought up a lot more we don't really have any uh like further details into that um uh, but it's something to keep an eye on um do you guys have any kind of guesses on what you'd think that would be do you think it's just completely dry event is like Finnegan's going to be open? Um, maybe just beer. It's what, hard to say. What's their, what's their current policy right now? Are they currently serving alcohol? They are currently right serving now? in the parks. Okay, then they will serve some sort of alcohol then. So yeah, my I, guess that's, is that's that they leave. Guess, yeah, like restaurants, like Finnegan's, Duff Gardens, um, anywhere where you go in to eat as well. Um, you could probably mm-hmm. still grab like a beer. Um, oh yeah. I don't think they'll set up booths however and this isn't any educated info this is just me guessing because they'd still want some of that revenue um but it'll definitely help decrease the the drunkenness level of the crowd right so it's something yeah that was gonna be my question my question was really what does the no alcohol serve and i guess that's just it's a lot easier to enforce social distance if the crowd isn't all tipsy just Um, like anywhere like if you if there's a lot of drunk people, there's going to be a lot more rules broken. Just kind of how it works right. typically. Right. So they're basically just trying to nip that in the bud real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did have one kind of new rumor pop up and it's from the inside universal forums legacy of the insider. We typically talk about on here. Someone was inquiring about potentially extending uh, the hours for HHN. And he just said yes. And then implied that it could actually be a two hour extension. Um, what exactly that means, we aren't sure, of course. Uh, I don't think any of us think it'll be like extended earlier, so like we're not gonna have horror nights starting at like four o'clock or five o'clock, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think we've kind of that'd be hard come together and agreed that we think it's more like 
every night will be till 2 a.m. Maybe. Yeah, um, I don't see it going time. further than that. Like, huh. and then yeah, the reason would... that they would do this is um, there's potentially going to be longer queues, uh, even with the lower capacity, because of uh, the pulsing. Um, so they're going to want you to be able to hit more houses in a night. Um, also, it'll allow people to filter in and out of the park throughout the day more, so there'll be uh, less people in the park at the same time on average. Sounds good on paper. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't mind it being open till 2 a.m. every night. I probably won't take advantage of it very often, but it's nice to have it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and it should be good for the profits there, because the longer it is for HHN, mm -hmm. longer is that. Yeah, I HHN know in park spending is high. Yeah, I know y'all were saying off mic that y'all don't think it could extend till four. I still think it is possible that they also extend it on that end to maybe even four thirty. Uh, I... Just with that, I know just because of there's not really there's no convention crowd that's going to be mm -hmm. there, nor is it going to be a large out of state or even out of area uh, crowd there as well. So. I think that would just leave you with an extremely low attendance number in the last couple hours. That yeah. would, wouldn't be very profitable for him to stay open. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion on that. Yeah. It would affect I mean, the, the entire day, Nico. The people don't want to buy an extreme, like the ones who are here. So there, there is, are still some people, not international necessarily, but there are some people coming from parts of the country to come to Orlando. They want to go to the theme parks, some of them. And if the theme park closes at three or four um, to get a 4.30 open, that would be basically deter them to buy a one-day ticket. Um, at least for if there was any night that was um, a, um, an event going on, a Halloween Hornets event, it would really deter them to start looking uh, at maybe SeaWorld or, um, you know, the competitors. So I don't necessarily see them doing that early of a close. Well, they can easily do that because they have a park right next door that they can keep open a little later. That's that's the reason, like, I I see that happening. Yeah. Well, that, you know, that, that is true. But, and, or they can be like, well, we can get this ticket or we can get the Horror Nights ticket and we experience the park like this as well. Because Universal doesn't really advertise the one-day, one-park ticket. They really, it's the, you have to ask for it. I mean, it's not even on the signs when you go and buy that. Mm. Uh, that's it's still the I most popular ticket that people buy, though. It's, it's uh, you know, as someone who sells these tickets. Um, the one-day, one-park is the most popular ticket. Absolutely, that you, absolutely. That, that whatever ticket company i would them? i would say yeah i, I mean obviously wow. I, I, I try to i try to get um them to to buy a one day park to park but uh people still like a one day park to park you're looking at a close to 200 dollars for per person um so a one day one day uh base ticket is uh, more near what a one day disney ticket would be so that is oh that's God. kind of what people usually buy Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that, that, uh, it's just not uh, for me. I don't think it's worth it for Universal Studios. Maybe Islands of Adventure. Uh, honestly, like Universal Studios thing. is probably what usually people end up buying just because really? that's, that's what people, when they think of Universal, they think mm -hmm. of Universal Studios. And then they um, screw up and realize, oh, wait, we actually want to go to Islands of Adventure. Well, we won't get on that because yeah. I love, love studios and I'm not the biggest fan on islands, but that's a whole different story. Uh, like Nico said, though, we did talk about this a little bit off mic. And while I do agree with Mike, um, I did play devil's advocate and I think it, it is a fair point. Um, 
Mike was talking about how when you close the parks earlier, it deters people coming uh, as day guests. However, if you look at the parks right now, it's like 90, 95% locals, right? How much is mm-hmm. that going to change come September? The locals are a local close, have an annual pass, uh, know that HHN is taking place. So not caught off guard um, by the fact that the parks are closing early or also they're just mm-hmm. there for HHN as well. So I think, think if you're looking at in-park spending as an impact here you're going to make more if you take away hours from day guests and implement it into hhn hours i still don't think they're going to do it but i could see why they would possibly try god it's so much fun just speculating on all this like with it i could potentially see them doing certain nights like say um friday nights they would close that early but they were mm-hmm. definitely going to try to leave certain when people are planning their schedule they're like at least have a couple of nights where both parks are open till you know mm-hmm. at least f- five uh, my personal guess is still that if this is an accurate rumor that we're just going to basically see every night be 2 a.m closings we're not going to see the midnights or the ones anymore all right i think that about covers it for all the news and rumors uh duff do you want to introduce our guest yeah, absolutely. This is one we've uh, been working with for a little bit, getting this set up. Uh, we're super excited to have them on. You may have heard of this little site called Hunt Vault uh, that's coming out relaunching. And we have the co-founder, Igor. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Ooh, for coming on. All right. So, Igor, uh, tell us a little bit about what Hunt Vault is and how did it become about? Absolutely. So you may have heard of our old site, which was HHN Vault. So that closed a few years ago, caused a whole slew of rumors of what happened, Um, but we're really super excited to announce that we have come back, Uh, we're back from the dead, as Haunt Vault. Uh, Interesting story about what happened in the transition between uh, HHN Vault and Haunt Vault, but basically we've been working on this project, it was a group of small friends, uh, me and and two others, uh, that were just kind of coming together with a love for Halloween Horror Nights. So we wanted to put it all together in almost like a yearbook of the past years of Halloween Horror Nights. So we brought together uh, HHN Vault. It was before the cutting edge of, you know, Flash was still all the rage, if you remember that back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. But this was a static website. So it was like 390 bajillion pages of HHN Vault. Um, really developed, a, we're really thankful, a cult following behind it. Um, and then, you know, it became really super overwhelming for our founders. You know, we were all growing up getting into our careers and, and kind of growing, if you will, um, over the various years that HHN Vault was, was available. And we rebranded a few false starts. Um, it's a pretty daunting task, specifically when you basically end everything in 2006 and then all of a sudden have to come back to present day. So uh, we had a few false starts kind of revving up like a lawnmower or a chainsaw in this instance. Uh, and then we came back as Haunt Vault because HHN is actually trademarked. So that was an interesting little uh, doodad for us to learn. Write that down. (laughs) Yeah, we should definitely uh, keep that, keep that, write that down for sure. Uh. Yeah. So that discussion blew up into a much larger discussion of, well, if we're removing HHN from our title um, and doing Haunt Vault, that really is a generic term. So that kind of opened the floodgates, if you will, for it to pour in, um, you know, Hollow Scream at Busch Gardens and SeaWorld opening this up to much further than just Orlando. So really what Haunt Vault is, for anyone that's not familiar, is it is the Necronomicon, if you will, of online websites. So 
when we launch, um, and I do have a little bit of news on that, but when we do launch, we'll be the world's largest haunt um, attraction website around. So we're really excited about that. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking Halloween Horror Nights, Busch Gardens and SeaWorld's Hollow Scream, and then Not Scary Farm, uh, and going all the way back to the 1970s or as far back as they go, and looking at them from a worldwide perspective. So we have Halloween Horror Nights in Japan, Singapore, um, Orlando, Hollywood, and then you have Hollow Scream, which is in Virginia, Texas, and of course, Tampa, Florida. And then you have Not Scary Farm, which is in uh, California. So we're looking all the way back in the history books of, you know, everything that was going on. We spent over six years doing research. So this is really the the culmination of all of our hard work, all of our fans, everything coming together in one. So we're really stoked and, and drum roll, if you will. Uh, we'll be actually launching this haunt season. So we're incredibly excited to announce that here on this podcast, but we're super stoked to really be, uh, rolling it out in a big blood red carpet and kicking the side <laughs> off the way it's meant to be. Um, we're stoked about it. Yeah. Awesome. We're, we're both. Yeah. We're really excited. Oh, as that's well. exciting. Sure. So you heard it here this fall, you can expect to see hunt vault launching. Absolutely. And so we do have uh, the society, which is kind of our, our cloaked uh, membership crew. It's completely free to join. So if anyone wants to join that now, um, we have thousands of members that are currently uh, active and you can create a profile, do all this stuff. You can go to society.hauntvault.com. Um, again, completely free to enroll. And that'll actually give you a lot of really fun things, including uh, our point system, which is something we announced. I think it's two months ago now. Time flies when you're stuck in COVID. Um, but uh, Basically, the more you interact with our site when the site does open, the more points you earn. And the points can actually be... Uh, earned a plethora of ways, whether you stumble upon them or um, you actually pursue them throughout the site. So you can mark each event that you've attended. Um, as you go through our site, you can also, you know, comment back and forth with other members. It is really all about interactivity and really, you know, living and breathing the vault. So uh, you earn points for interacting with our site like never before. So we're really excited to debut that. And then you can actually exchange those points for different things. You can earn electronic badges it's very similar to um the games that you know were we were inspired by at halloween horror nights so uh you can actually exchange those points for things in our shop so um we're really excited that our members have that opportunity and can do all of those things well that sounds incredible uh i better warn my wife now that come the fall i'm just going to be addicted to hot vault <laughs> <laughs> right? and you got our candles cool. right <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those look amazing. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. That's been a whole, you know, we really, one thing that we will talk about, and, and we always do talk about when we talk about our shop, is we didn't want to do, like, you know, half-assed knickknacks. We wanted to do things mm -hmm. that were incredibly well-researched, worked with local vendors, you know, working with local artists. So, of course, we have, you know, Wendy Guts. We have Skipper Haas mm -hmm. on our shop. Um, we partner with Expedition Theme Park. I mean, we really, you know, with you guys, we we really knock it out of the park. And we do the best things in our shop that we possibly can with the best materials. And, you know, these candles, man, this this is an adventure. I never thought it'd take so much time or how much science is behind developing your own smells. But um, we are, you know, we were asked the question the other day. I got an email that was like, what does a funeral parlor smell like? And I was trying to... <laughs> To figure that conversation out. So there's a lot of times where, you know, we have a Albert Kane candle or the Kane funeral home candle that uh, 
is inspired by the caretaker and kind of really does smell like you've dug in into a grave. So you get that earthy smell. Um, these aren't necessarily gross candles either. So it would be something that you'd want to light in your house and be like, Oh, I get it. Like it, you feel that like you get, um, with that candle specifically, you get like dead roses smell like unearthed dirt. It's, it's a really interesting, complex kind of all hitting you at once when you get it. And then when it's burning, it's even more different. So there's science to it that we never thought. Um, one thing we are super proud of is that intoxicating uh, house construction smell. Everyone gets it. Your first time at Horror Nights, you walk in and you're like, this is it. Like, this is real. Um, you know, when you walk back, you know, backstage, you you get that waft and you know exactly where you're at. Absolutely. So, uh, that, yep. took, that took months for us to continue <laughs> with all of our folks going back and forth. And we're like, more sawdust, more, you know, <laughs> how do you formulate, you know, fear, but uh, anticipation is, is definitely an ingredient in there. So that's really neat. Uh, and then we also have terra cruentis, uh, which basically mm -hmm. smells like burning. Um, that's the best way to put it. So it's, it's this really cool, complex smell. We actually had worked with scientists to develop the smell. Um, and they're, they're not off the shelf at all. So these are all custom, uh, we own the rights to them. So it, it's, you know, who thought that we would, go down this road and we'd be developing our own candles and doing pseudoscience. That's amazing. And like you said, like that must've been a lot of work. Cause these aren't like typical candle scents by any means. Um, so there's, I mean, I'm sure there wasn't really much to go off of outside of a uh, more natural sense. Like there was no candle to fall back on like, Oh yeah, it's going to be like this. Yeah. We don't have really like a baseline to go off of. So it couldn't be like, Oh, you know, we want to do, you know, patchouli or, you know, it's not like you have like fresh cut grass. Uh, we're like, hey, can you get like the smell of dirt that has just been unearthed? And like, sure, I guess so. So um, having those conversations, those conference calls has been definitely a learning curve for the the scent houses that we've been we work with. We actually have two that we work with, and then we work with a a local female owned uh, candle company to actually make the candles themselves. So again, it's it's that kind of stuff. We do take a lot of care into if we're going to put our name on something, it's going to be the best thing around. And I say that from wearing a Hauntvolt shirt right now. These are the most comfortable <laughs> shirts in the world. So um, we did a lot of research and we made sure that we're doing the best for our, our customers and our, our members. Oh yeah, I totally believe that. Because uh, if you're listening, if you haven't looked at the Vault shop before, uh, every design they put out is fantastic. You just go through every item and there's not one that you will dislike. I guarantee it. Yeah. I oh, thank you guys. Really cool. I especially love the Skipper Haas Cary, Ohio poster. I really, really love that. Yeah, that's he, that really so cool. Great. Yeah, he literally came to us and was like, "Hey, do you guys want to like partner together?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you, you know, you <laughs> fanboy out a little bit. So I have this uh, creature from the Black Lagoon print, and then right next to that, I have the Cary, Ohio print. Yeah, it oh, turned out they great. are absolutely fantastic. Everything Skipper Haas does is great. So, understandably so. Truly, him and, and I, Wendy Guts are always at the oh. forefront oh yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely yeah her stuff's I, amazing i can't wait to see those hawaiian <laughs> shirts when they're done yeah. oh yeah i saw they're the tweet done. today and i was like cool just take my money now like yeah right <laughs> just take it <laughs> i don't wear hawaiian shirts but i will now i guess it's fine <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Uh, i think it speaks a lot i know what i'll be wearing to the site too that after the gap uh, and after or through the relaunching process uh that the supporters and the members are are still so active uh and kind of just hardcore for hunt ball yeah, our Discord has been blowing up. So it's it's been really we are so, you know, overwhelmed and overjoyed by our our members. Their passion drives us and you know, 
we have this this monstrous Excel document that has all of our years built into it that we keep under lock and key. But um, you know, it's not always the most glamorous thing to be updating that for seven hours in a day. Um, so it's it's been interesting to deal with all of that, and then you know, dealing with uh, you know making sure that we're paying tribute and homage. This is truly our love letter to all of the haunted events, and making sure that we're doing what's best for not only our fans but also you know we do work with all the haunted events. Um, if you saw the Helping Haunts, um, you know, we contributed quite a bit to that. We came out with our comic. We got our comic signed by, you know, the greats in the art and design over at Universal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, TJ Manorino signed it, you know, that entire creative team signed it, which is, you know, incredible to see. So, um, we wanted to make sure that we were helping as much as we could with everything going on, um, in the world and COVID has been so scary and everything's been so unsure that, you know, we wanted to do what's best for the community. Oh, yeah. I think I speak for all of us when I say uh, the thing that we're most proud of doing with HHN 365 is working on helping haunts. Absolutely. Uh, and all the amazing uh, creators who gave items like like yourself to the raffle. Uh, speaking of raffles, you can't enter that anymore, but still go listen to the episode. Neozaz.com <laughs> backslash helping hyphen haunts. By the way, just donate $1, get the episode. It was fantastic. Quick shout out there. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, helping Hans was absolutely amazing to be a part of. Um, and that man, that raffle had so many amazing prizes that I, I kind of wanted to win it. I was a little <laughs> jealous that I couldn't, but you know, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Wait, you mean we can't win? Yeah, I've been, I've been told that uh, we're disqualified. <laughs> Not fair. And I was, I was trying to get like 10 entries, you know, but no, nope, I know nothing. All right. But can your girlfriend win, though? You could just, mm. uh, your dog, you know what? <laughs> Dessa. Dessa. <laughs> Hunter pulls it out. Dessa, what, what is that? <laughs> what is that? I wish. But no, I won't do that. I want someone deserving to win it. Um, I'm happy to just be a part of it. Absolutely. Us too. So do we want to uh, announce uh, something new coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Would you sure. uh, like to announce that? I think that's appropriate. Yeah, so um, we are thrilled to announce tonight, uh, the first time, another first, uh, that we will be collaborating with uh, you guys on the podcast with uh, the 365 crew to release something new and very exciting uh, on our shop. Again, you know, the best things around, so why not go to the best uh, podcasts around and, and really, Aww. you know, <laughs> show some love. And so we're excited to work with you guys. Yeah, we are ecstatic about this. And uh, unfortunately, if you're listening, we don't have any details. Well, we have the details, but we're not going to give them to you. Right. Uh, we're still working out some kinks, working out yep. some kinks. So. Uh, but once uh, that's fully completed, we're, we're excited to share that and uh, make that available on Hunt Vault. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be all over Twitter as soon as it's available. So uh, don't berate us with comments. I, I promise it will be out soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Maybe by the time... You know, well, maybe probably not available on the shop, but maybe we'll have some more by the time this episode comes out. Even we'll see. We'll see. No promises. All right. Are we ready to hop right into the main segment of our show? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, um, in honor of having um, Igor from Honvold here, we kind of wanted to kind of talk about some of our best uh, T-shirt designs um, from years past. So we have made a top 10 list of our favorite um, HHN T-shirts. Um, and we also have a couple before we get to our top uh, favorites. 
we have a couple of dishonorable mentions we wanted to talk about first. Uh, <laughs> a few that we thought missed the mark a little bit. Not really our style. Uh, we have very distinct taste when it comes to HHN sh uh, shirts. We realized while researching this, didn't we, Duff? Uh, yeah, basically old ones. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and we'll get we'll get to that in, in a little bit. Um, Igor, uh, do you do you have a couple of um, favorite off the top of your uh, head? Do you uh, you want to talk about? Yeah, so I mean, we collect them a lot, and we also get a ton of photos uh, sent to us. And our our contributors really do love the shirts a lot. I always love anything that has that fake blood on it. I always am like, I stand that hardcore. So don't judge <laughs> me too much. But if it has the fake blood on it, I'm usually <laughs> you're not alone. You're not alone. Those are very popular. Uh, we'll get to our opinion on those um, probably hint, at some we are point. Big fans. <laughs> hint, hint. But um, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. So, um, Duff, do you want to talk about the first dishonorable mention? Yeah. So, so these aren't really any particular order. We're only going to do a few of them. Um, but the first one we chose is the house shirt from HHN fourteen. And that's kind of because it started that very basic house shirt trend. Um, it just kind of has I survived in a boxed in font. Uh, the Halloween Horror Nights basic logo says 2004 on the front. And um, oh, and on the back, but next to the houses, it has like check marks next to the houses. Like, you know, a completionist, like it's food and wine or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of just not a great shirt in general, but also because it started the trend that we don't really love that much uh it got extra points yeah um, also we're gonna make all of these available actually i'm probably gonna put them on twitter make it a lot easier it'll be on our twitter um and it'll also be in the description of the podcast as well now i think this would have been better if the ch little check boxes were actually empty and that after you went through the house there was like someone just like stamp the shirt i think that would have probably made this better <laughs> You just go like, oh, okay, completed. You're, you're walking out of the house. A house attendant just smacks you on the back with my thing. <laughs> yep. The there last about interactive. Yeah, the last character gets you right there. <laughs> like, stamped. You did it. Wear this glowing green bla bracelet if you want them to stamp you. <laughs> in, in graveyard games, they take a spray paint and they just spray check mark on it. I'd pay extra for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so I'll, you can I'll, definitely have the yeah. next one because of yeah. reasons that don't. Yeah, know. I'll cover the next one. So, uh, if you listen to the show, you know that my favorite year is HHN twenty one. Um, but the um, the HHN twenty one shirt and the year prior, I'm going to lump these in and call them the Ed Hardy years. <laughs> um, <laughs> the shirts look very. Um, and for HHN one, it does definitely kind of fits the theme a little bit, but definitely not something that I would catch myself wearing maybe outside of HHN. Um, it's very, it looks very, very uh, early, um, early 2010s. It, it fits yep. the time, I guess. Which is very unfortunate now. Yeah. Both of them. Um, I, I like 21 maybe a little bit better just because I'm uh, biased to 21, but they're both good, just not very good. See, I'd argue that maybe uh, 21's a little bit worse because the front graphic is kind of too much, um, where uh, 
HHN 20s just kind of says a new age of darkness begins. So a little less uh, offensive to my eyes. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Uh, and you, you can uh, admit if you uh, like them, Nico or Igor. What do you guys think of uh, these shirts? Yeah, not my style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little too bright for me, I, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a Lady Luck stan, but... Uh, me too. Um, I, I don't... Yeah, I, something about the bright, bright red just doesn't do mm. it for me. It's very busy, too. It's a very busy shirt. Yeah. That That 21 is just... Oh yeah that's uh, rough yeah <laughs> i'm sorry that had to happen to your year mike i know <laughs> um, i like i like the new age of darkness i like that but the rest of the shirts like uh-huh. yeah yeah turn around and it gets very as mike would say ed hardy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and we you'll uh hear along the way we're just not really big fans of kind of like the okay we're gonna just list all the houses like we were just like a band and we just had a tour or something and we're just like oklahoma and new jersey we're not necessarily a big fan of that mm-hmm. style of hhn shirt where it just lists all the the, the houses yeah. uh, we like um things that are a little bit more um i don't know simplistic is that yeah is i that think the, so the word? more simplistic and then i don't think we hate every design for that that type of shirt there's a few exceptions uh, like where last year you really liked um, the arcade one. Yeah, I love the arcade cabinet. I think that's if they're going to do it, that was a, definitely the way to do it is the arcade tech cabinet. I think it kind of fit the theme. Uh, it was all um, not kind of all they each logo. They tried to basically make it fit that thing. So it was all very like um, fitting together. Um, it was still busy, uh, but I think it still fit, like worked. Yeah, it was it was better than most. Uh, and then we do have one more dishonorable mention, and we had to throw something like this out there. Uh, going back <laughs> to Horror Nights twenty three, so you know we're talking about a Walking Dead shirt. Uh, this one had uh, like a Walking Dead crawler, just kind of three D effect coming out to grab you, and has big Walking Dead right across it, in like in the palm of his hand, and yeah. it's kind of <laughs> horrible. Nothing like the AMC logo sticking right out on that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the Walking Dead ones were pretty bad. This one uh, took the cake. Yeah, oh, like th- this graphic just takes up like the whole shirt and it's, oh, uh, uh, no, no, no. All right, well, let's get into the good ones. Um, let's hop right into it. Uh, Duff, do you want to do, uh, these ones are now are in order. Um, do you want to do top 10? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So we'll start at 10 and make our way to our favorite. Uh, At 10, we're going to go back to HHN 19. Uh, There was a ripped from the silver screen shirt where there are rips across the shirt uh, revealing uh, different IPs, including Saw, Chucky. Um, And I think, Mike, your response was, was I drunk when I picked this? Because I don't like (laughs) it that much. (laughs) It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but I know you do like it. Uh, uh, But it's I do. I do. It's it's kind of different than a typical Oronite's graphic tee, so I like it for being a bit unique. Um, I, I knock it for only having IPs, as you know, I'm a big original guy. I prefer to have like icons on the shirt, uh, but I do kind of enjoy the style as a whole. What do you guys think, Nico and Igor? Got that fake blood, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> it does. 
and it actually utilizes the fake blood pretty well actually yeah, yeah it's not bad it actually it's like the splatters by the rips it's not yeah bad. exactly as it should be i don't know i always go back to when i look at these shirts i always go back to the those bomb websites that i used to have so every time i see this i think of you know that going through the lobby and, mm, and oh, doing yeah. all of that That's so the reminiscence yeah, yeah for definitely. sure i can definitely feel that all um, right and then also that shirt uh, the back is blank so just the front there so moving on to shirt uh number nine this one i championed duff i know you were a little bit on the fence of adding this one another one that just kind of focuses on the ips that would be from hhn 29 specifically kind of the ringer tee that has uh, like a mashup of like a state a stay puffed um and uh, the Universal Monsters and the Stranger Things uh, guys and Killer Clowns, kind of all very like uh, synth wavy colors. Um, I love this shirt. I didn't yeah. get to pick it up. I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'll find it on the the aftermarket. But yeah, this this is one that I would definitely wear. Again, if you've listened to this podcast before, it has synth wave, so you know Mike automatically loves it. <laughs> I do. I do really like it. And it has some great IPs on it, uh, done in a very, uh, really fun way. Yeah. I like the awesome awesome white as well. Yeah. I love the, yeah, the ringer, the little, the ringer is really good. I like the contrast in ringer shirts like that. That is really nice. Uh, we should also add that right on the back, like, uh, like kind of on the neckline, it says fear to the max. Yeah. I like that little touch. It's not too a giant, I, I I know I was championing to get the maximum screen screamage one in no, this list. Not happening. You did not like how big that was. <laughs> no, um, no, it wasn't how big it was. I just I I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't really like it. It was too. I don't know. Well, I wasn't a fan. I like the font and and the kind of like synth wavy style, but just overall didn't like the shirt. I mean, I love I love any shirt that has more than just two colors on it. Uh, like just like red and like a a darker red or orange. So this shirt yeah. really knocks it out of the park for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I uh, I uh, this was our compromise. I wanted the arcade cabinet maximum screenage. We settled for this one. Duff was allowed me to <laughs> include it. I let him. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's a good toss up though. <laughs> I don't hate this one. I, I just would not put it in my top ten. That's all. All right, uh, but you do like this next one uh, a lot. I love <laughs> this next one. Uh, so I'll be very honest; it's more due to what the shirt means uh, than the actual design of the shirt. Uh, we're going back to HHN twenty-seven and Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure Farewell Tour shirt. Um, I mean, honestly, the front is a little crowded. Uh, a lot of words. Uh, has Bill and Ted sitting on top of the telephone booth? Also has. Um, the Horror Nights logo there at the bottom. And on the back, it just has Farewell Tour printed across the back. Um, you listen to the last episode, possibly. You know that we spent way too long talking about Bill and Ted. So that's all you need to know <laughs> about why I like this shirt. Yeah, we both uh, love Bill and Ted. So. Um, it, it kind of is... Don't they always use that same Bill and Ted logo, though, for the most part? So. Um, it, it's kind of just a standard yeah, Bill and Ted shirt. Similar. Like they'll usually use that, like the standard Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure and them posing uh, in some way on the shirt as well. Right. Right. Uh, this one also just includes farewell dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one from HHN 11, I believe that used like green and like a matrixy kind of font. Oh, I do that remember cool. that one. Yeah. Uh, that one was pretty different. Uh, yeah. I'd actually like to pick that up. That'd be cool. But yeah, anyway, to find that one. 
gotta love seven fonts on one shirt yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's six different on the front and then there's uh the the uh the mash stamp on the back of whatever font that is but mm. Again, the farewell this is tour not, is a really nice touch. This is not on here for its actual design by any means. Duff is just a Bill or Nico uh, is just a Bill and Ted's ha hater. Yeah, that's we've true. established that last year. <laughs> He's nope. never seen it, by the way. No clowns, no Bill and Ted. No clowns. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to the next one, number seven. This one, we're going to go all the way back to HHN8. Um, this is kind of one of the iconic ones. Um, it says the I survived Halloween Horror Nights. Um, eight and then H uh, 1998 Universal Studios, Florida with the kind of the popping out font. And then on the fr uh, the front is that the has like the kind of what do we even call that? Like the melting, the melting mummy. I mean, that's I, is I it what? It was, one of the, it was one yeah. of the mummy years, though, right? That's Yeah, I guess it's kind of supposed to be like the, the mummy popping out, like kind of stretching through the shirt almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, because I remember looking at some of the others, like there was like the mummy had like all, there was another one that was like he was losing all of his like unwrap. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think this is, this is one of those. This, this was one better of those than that, though. Iconic like, Horror Nights shirts. Um, the font they use in the I Survived Halloween Horror Nights part Uh has been used for multiple years as you may see later um it's just one of those shirts that you pick because even though i knit i didn't go at that point you know uh but i i'm still nostalgic for this shirt for some reason yes Absolutely. it's so simple it's just so simple mm -hmm. yeah the, there's a lot of rumors going around about retro merch uh for this year and i really really hope that some of them are true so we can get things more like this yeah. this is our me, bread and like, butter it's like the back of the shirt. If you gave me exactly that, I survived Halloween Horror Nights 30. Um, perfect. I'm happy. Thank Take you. Take my money. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, you'll, you'll hear more about some things we'd like to see this year, too. Just hold on. <laughs> All right, Duff, do you want to take the next one? Sure. Uh, so now we're going to go to HHN 7. Um, and remember, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> remember how we said... <laughs> The same kind of design would be featured later. Well, it's right now. I survived Halloween Horror Nights 7. Um, very similar font, a little more colorful. Uh, the I like last it one better here, honestly. More yellow-orange. This one is uh, like yellow and then like kind of a red that really pops behind it. Um, this one on the front is a little more interesting design. Uh, so it's going to show <laughs> someone's eye. Um, the eyelid is being ripped up by... Um, what would you call it? Like a little, uh, a demon, like a little demon, a yeah. demon, yeah, demon a little goblin. Green, yeah, a little, a little like green demon, uh, yeah. and he's lifting his eyelid up. It's very, it's very iconic. interesting, yeah. uh, but also very iconic shirt. Um, th this is something you would not see today. Anything like this? <laughs> no, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> so again, being so unique is kind of like what draws me to it. I get the sense you love this shirt, Nico. You really like it. Uh, ow, my eye. I'm not supposed to get demons in it. <laughs> oh, I it's so adore this shirt. This is one of them that um, I'm going to troll eBay until I can find this shirt. I love it. God, I this... want this so bad. 
this just brings like the same body horror I get from like the cover of the Butthole Surfers album with the pencil in the ear. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's kind of like the feeling I'm getting looking at this. Um, well, it's yeah, it kind of comes uh, from that same era. <laughs> now, Igor, I kind of want to make an eye pun, but I will not do that. And I'm going to ask you how you like the shirt. <laughs> I, I do. This is very nostalgic for me. So when we go back and we were doing all of our research. Uh, we have the the actual image from this, so it is very creepy. It is, you know, it was seen the commercial and back when we used to sell Pepsi in the parks. It still feels wrong uh, to say, but it, it is cool to see the demon flying in. Mm, definitely, um, Nick. I'm buying you the shirt for your birthday, just so you know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy, I'll wear. It. I'll wear right. it for you. Duff, we're into um, a sum that you definitely love. So I'm going to let you take the next couple just because I know you're very passionate about some of these. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to let you too. take it. Um, first of all, someone's about to get HHN bingo real quick. Uh, HHN <laughs> uh, there's a few things on here. Uh, first of all, this is HHN 12, uh, Islands of Fear. You know, we have to talk about it every episode because <laughs> why not? The cr- craziest year ever. Yeah. So I'll be honest, the front design of this shirt is not so great. Uh, it's kind of like one of the pocket logos. Just the location doesn't have an actual pocket. Uh, it has the Halloween Horror Nights logo centered. Uh, your time has come above that. And on the back, however, it has basically centered the skyline of Islands of Adventure. On the bottom, Halloween Horror Nights, Islands of Fear 2002, kind of the, the water uh, the Lagoon of Islands of Adventure in red. And on top of that, like kind of in the sky is the caretaker's face. And this shirt looks so badass. And you know, I love the caretaker and uh, I'm excited. It's a, it's a good shirt. So you actually like this one, Nico? Oh, I, I really do. like. Well, anything with uh, 2002 caretaker in it. It's like that, that the travel channel burned this into my memory. So <laughs> forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Did you guys see not to bring it back on Haunt Vault, but did you guys see the uh or listen to our uh if you call our phone number, that voice may sound very familiar to you. Oh, oh wow. Oh we need my. to try and do that. Okay. <laughs> I think uh I have something to do when we're done. <laughs> It was a very, very fun recording session, but um, yes. Uh, I don't even actually know 100% what it is. I'm just assuming by what you said, (laughs) but I'm already very jealous that happened. (laughs) Uh, So I'll move on to the next one. Oh, hi. (laughs) Nico, you got some tricks like that waiting for us, maybe? Uh, Maybe. We'll try try (laughs) to figure this out. <laughs> uh, he so just has like, a Joe Exog voice. Thing. No. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Joe, Joe, what do you mean? Joe, Joe was actually calling. And <laughs> oh, yeah. And <laughs> and Sid. And Sid from Graveyard Games. And you've got right. a lot of voices for us. This is all right. Uh, so the next shirt, we're going to stay with HHN 12. This one I put above Caretaker because it got rid of the kind of crappy front and just put the very similar back image on the front. Um, it's going to have the skyline of Islands of Adventure. Um, kind of takes out the lagoon. Uh, has Halloween Horror Nights, Island of Fear, 2002 underneath. And then it has fucking Carnage. Oh. Kind of like leaping out above the skyline. And it's incredible. It's I so good. It. Yeah. 
in two, 2002 oh, me would not take this shirt off like this would be my <laughs> my favorite shirt like 15 year old 16 year old me i would be wearing the shirt all the time oh absolutely i i want i'd wear this shirt like every day right now i'm digging I, the sleeve design as well i always love when they do little pop-ups of stuff like that yeah i love it yeah and I like this one a lot, too, because it's not, like, too intrusive. Like, the current UAP ones are very large and take up, like, the whole sleeve. This one's just a nice little trim there along the bottom. Yeah, um, simple. Perfect. Uh, uh, I do do have two nitpicky things with this. Uh, I, I don't like that it says Carnage. Like, I think that's a little tacky, where it's like, it just says its name. Like, oh, in case you forgot here. And who else here considers... Uh, Dudley do rights to be part of the skyline for Iowa. <laughs> I was like, that's what my eye is drawn towards. It's that dang Mountie hat on this shirt. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's Dudley. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest. I didn't completely notice that, but I really <laughs> fucking love that. Now that I see you made me just like hit, the shirt more. His, Congratulations. His big yeah. face over uh, Dudley do rights rips off balls. <laughs> I think they had to put Carnage just so people knew it was Carnage, and it's not like it's oh, there's a Venom on your shirt. I'm like, oh, that's right, <laughs> Red Venom, Red Venom. <laughs> yeah, I think they had they probably did, had to put that on there. Anyways, uh, I could have potentially put this shirt at number one. I'm just saying, it's it's just kind of out there and badass, and I, I like both of those things together very much. All right. Well, uh, speaking of um, annual pass shirt, this next one is um, from HHN 28. Um, it's uh, basically kind of has one of those rotting pumpkins from uh, Twister Tradition. It's kind of gone on like a green background and it has a, just a kind of a basic Universal Studios, um, Universal Orlando Halloween Horror Nights uh logo in the front um very basic badass shirt yeah it was it was definitely the best shirt of the year and honestly the first time in like 10 years that i liked one of the shirts a lot because there was a stretch there 2010 to 2018 where wasn't much definitely wasn't much i liked so i was the first time we saw this logo too the with the pointy like knife r that's what I always call it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so... <laughs> I think um, was, yeah. Th- this is kind of where they advanced it. Um, I mean, it goes... It kind of... You think it's more of an 80s thing, or is it kind of a to-stay thing? I'm not really sure how they It does give you that. 80s vibe. It was like a precursor to, to obviously, the next year, but you can tell there's, like, scan lines behind the pumpkin, mm-hmm. and then, of course, uh-huh. that was the year you kind of got the glitchy um, Horror Nights logo. I love that logo. Yeah, yeah, I love the glitchy really one. Good. Very, yeah. very good. Again, especially when the years prior literally had the same exact logo and then just slapped the year underneath it. So yep. it was nice to see something different, finally. Don't like that sleeve, though. Not yeah. doing that. So this see, I don't mind the, it. I don't mind I, it. I don't hate it, but the UOAP is just kind of like the whole sleeve. And I'm one of those people who doesn't want to say pass holder. Like, I like stuff on the sleeve. But I don't like if it says like pass holder, team exactly. member, cast member, yeah. all that. Like I don't like showing that off personally. Yeah, like I I want to buy the exclusive stuff, but it just gets me right down there at the end. It says pass holder. I'm like, God dang it, come on. <laughs> I'm like, I want to buy the shirt, but now I won't because of this. 
that actually ruined uh, a little bit off topic, uh, but they released last year the throwback shirts for UOAPs. Um, yep. And it said pass holder like right along the stomach. Oh. And I was like, oh, I do not want this anymore. <laughs> yeah, especially with me, because it would just say pass holder <laughs> when I wear it. So <laughs> that's that's why I really don't like them. <laughs> All right, okay. Duff. I know how much you love uh, at least this next one, so I'm going to let you take it. Okay, so this one, while very nostalgic, got it up here. It is also a badass shirt and an iconic Horror Nights design. Uh, we're going back to HHN 16, the Sweet 16 shirt, uh, where you have the director, Jack, <laughs> caretaker, and storyteller around a birthday cake with the lit candles. Um, we have something for you, Igor. The Sweet is kind of in that like blood font. So, you know, yeah, um, right up your alley. Yep. <laughs> uh, 16 is candles. And um, this was my first year at the event. So a lot of nostalgia for me. It's it's just kind of perfection. It it literally checks every box I could ever want in a Horror Night shirt. Yeah, definitely. It definitely fits that that era really, really well. I love how the the one in 16 is just like a, a random finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love it. God, it, uh, uh, I just I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> giving you the willies, Nick. Yeah, it's giving me the willies. Like, who cuts their nail at a perfect like square at the top? It's <laughs> <laughs> a valid point. Yeah, and yeah. there's like no blood dripping from the bot. Like, maybe there's a little bit from the bottom of that, but it looks kind of like a corn dog with like something attached to the top of it. <laughs> maybe it spent some time in the freezer. Like, yeah, no, no, oh, that's it's not true. dripping blood. Or it could be chili dropping off of it. It was around this time when that happened. Maybe it is a corn dog. Who knows? <laughs> was that a, a finger in my, the chili reference? Yeah, that's <laughs> <one>? yeah. <laughs> that one goes over some of our younger videos. <laughs> it took me a second. Like, what is? It? Oh, he's referring to that Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who froze a finger and then put it in her chili. To con Wendy's dedication. Yeah, right. You know, that would make like a great house premise or like at least a, a segment <laughs> of the house. I, I, if you I, don't have actual Wendy jumping out with pigtails, I'm going to be very <laughs> oh. oh, yes, please. The name of the house could be Where's the Beef? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Igor, how do you feel about the shirt? Uh, I love this shirt. The only, my only caveat with this shirt is to me, I know that's the press caretaker, but that's not the true caretaker. And I'm such a pure yeah. of the icons. So I know that mm. was the press one from the commercials. I get it. But, you know, you only got Bryce in my mind. Yeah. That's definitely a fair point. Yeah. All right. Um, Duff, I'll let you take the last one as well. I know you're very past. I love this shirt too. Uh, no, I but, think you uh, love it more. You got it. Go <laughs> All right. So um, our number one shirt, and I think we both agreed on this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This was, uh, this is the, the classic 1992 uh, uh, Halloween Horror Nights with the, the pumpkin getting sliced by the chainsaw and the pumpkin guts going everywhere and with the the dates under it and you have that amazing uh green lettering with the the orange it's kind of the iconic halloween horror night shirt yeah it's technically the first ever halloween horror night shirt of course 
Um, and I, I love all- that it calls back to the Chainsaw Pumpkin logo uh, from right. 86. 86. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's just a great look. They even improved it from 86. 86 was just kind of more like the chainsaw and the pumpkin being cut into. They've kind of added more like uh, pumpkin guts flying and, and underneath it. Uh, it's actually bleeding. It's red. It's not just pumpkin guts. Um, the font and the colors are fantastic. Um, and I know oh. both of us aren't fans when they put like dates on stuff. It actually has the October 23rd, 4th, 9th, 30th, and 31st on there. We usually hate that. Yeah, they, it actually works. The way on this kind of arches there at the bottom and fits in with the logo. I have no qualms with that. Absolutely gorgeous shirt. Yeah, I know yeah, the they logos do are incredible. Yeah, and they have one very similar than next year. I think we like this one a little bit better, right? Duff? Yeah. Um, so the one that in 93, it was a bit more kind of 3D effect. Uh, the pumpkin mm-hmm. looked a little less cartoony, uh, more real. Uh, there was less like pumpkin guts and stuff going on. Um, that one also didn't have the year or dates on it. It just had Universal Studios Florida, Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, the color scheme was slightly different. Um, this one came out. Actually, honestly, I think we liked it quite a bit more. Uh, just these little things changed it so yeah. much for us. The, the Universal Studios Florida logo, just that logo is so good. What else has that been on? I don't know I if it's don't been recognize included that, in anything outside of Horror Nights. Not that I can recall. That's I love it, good. Though. That's so good. good. Like logo. making it 3D and then putting it at the bottom, like it's kind of floating out towards you. It's so good. I can't get over that. I love this so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is number one. None of these other shirts come anywhere. I, in my opinion, don't come close to this. This this is great. Igor, do you think it's deserving of the top spot? Yeah, no, I can really agree with you. I want that USF logo to come back and stay. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, like please. if that goes on retro merch, I yeah. would. Oh, so yeah, that. gobble it up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a rumor. The rumor in the retro merch is going to be definitely focused on kind of the early years, and, and this hopefully would have to be one of them. Right? It would have oh, to be. Yeah. This would have, yeah. I, I, I mean, this so. is a non-IP shirt. It should be easy, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I would assume they own the rights. Uh, they used it uh, at least three times. So, you know, it shouldn't God, be tough to get the, it. The blurring of the blades and the flying of the pieces. Oh, man. Just, oh, it's so good. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wow. think so. Everyone here would agree. Top shirt Halloween Horror Nights has ever produced. Um the first one that ever actually featured the word Halloween Horror Nights on it. So that's kind of sad at the same time. <laughs> well, uh, Nico, Igor, listeners, thank you for letting us uh, nerd out about some T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're following along on, on Twitter or somewhere uh, that we post this. Otherwise, um, I don't know if our descriptions did these justice. Oh, yeah, definitely pull up. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll try to put them in the show notes or something. You kind of have to play along on this one and have the shirts pulled up. We'll we'll make sure it's available for you to follow along. If you're listening in the car, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Just close your eyes. Wait, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Uh, Just just like um, when you're when you're looking out at the 408 or uh, I4, just uh, keep your eyes open and just imagine these shirts are lining the roads. I don't know if that's safe either. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's true maybe <laughs> focus on driving we promote but, safe driving you wear go. your seatbelt. wear your turn mask on your your flash when uh it's raining all, all yeah. that stuff yeah that's not a thing hazards i mean i said flash, <laughs> flash. hazards sorry guys Keep your flash off
Well, Igor, uh, we really, really appreciate you coming on the show, and um, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Well, I think that basically wraps up the main segment. Uh, thank you so much again, Igor, from Hauntfault. Uh, Duff, what's his social media? Yeah, at Twitter. You can follow him at Hauntfault. And then you should also visit their site, Hauntvault.com. As he was saying, you can sign up for a membership right now and be ready for that relaunch. Oh, I'm excited for that relaunch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. I need to start Gordon prepping my, my wife and family that I'm going to be just uh, racking up points for free t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's is such an, a fun idea. I'm so excited for that. Oh, I love it. The fact that they're coming back uh, is an amazing thing for the Horror Nights community as a yes. whole. Yes, absolutely. I'm super and hot. a shirt that we're collabing on? Come on. Come on. Yeah. I keep, can't keep your eyes out for that. Then, yeah, that's going to be fun. Y'all are going to have to get that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll uh, see you next week, and we'll see you in the streets.